2: Log Talk Radio. Woo! And welcome again to another episode of Scatter Chatter. I'm your boy Jess Ray.
1: Hey, and this is Will Ninety Three. And again, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Really do appreciate it. Hey, feel free to leave your comments below on the bottom of the page so that we can start to share your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions actually with um with the rest of the audience. And with that being said, to man, um Today is is, is just a special moment here. Um, We were just talking before the show started. But, um, Ray, hit him with the topic. Let him know what we're going to be talking about today.
2: Oh, wait, wait. But before we go into that, we're about to hit Episode 21. So uh, we've been going strong, and we're showing social responsibility. but, But, yeah. I don't want to give it too much weight wow. because we have a very special guest. We're doing a part two interview with Doctor Savoy Brummer. Hello, Doctor. How are you doing again?
0: Hey, what's up, folks? How you doing? How you doing?
2: Blessed as Can always. Can you give us? Yeah. Can you give us another brief introduction of who you are, and then we'll just go right into it and let you do your thing, and we'll do a Q and A.
0: Sure. Yeah. So my name is Doctor Savoy Brummer. I am the vice president of uh, Western Business for Vituity, and we see about 7 million uh, patients across the United States. We've got about a billion dollars in revenue, and uh, my job is to help build local practices of emergency departments across the country, and right now we are are really focusing on on managing this uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic. And uh, and uh, and trying to save the communities and neighborhoods that our people live in. So uh, just really blessed to be here. And again, just want to thank the two of you all for bringing more awareness to uh, to, to what our communities are, are dealing with, and to bring some clarity to uh, to the folks that are a part of the scatter chatter uh, universe. So just want to say thank you very much.
2: Oh, thank you for being here. Thank you.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know what? Today, I just wanna, I just wanna dedicate today to uh, and and this and this show, if I could, to uh, Sean Boyne. He is uh, one of my oldest friends. Unfortunately, he just passed away today, um, secondary to coronavirus. Uh, He's actually in Washington D.C. I just wanna send my condolences to his family. And uh, I just want to dedicate this show to him and uh, and just uh, really remember just how special he was and, and how much of a light uh, he, he brought to Howard University and all my people there. So um just want to dedicate this show to them, to him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. For sure. Thank you for Absolutely.
2: sharing that. Well. Yeah. yeah, thank Writing you. the nation.
1: Yeah. Wow. Man, okay. It, it, it's, it's moments like yeah. that when you. We were just talking about it. Um, like I said before the show, and we talk about statistics. You know, those numbers actually mean something or someone actually. Um, Absolutely. And yeah. when you're when you when you hear about it, it's like, hmm. Yeah, this number is crazy. It's, it's staggering. It's growing. But then when you hit some when it hits home, close to close to you, it's someone that you can reach out and touch or someone you've touched before, I mean, people in your immediate circles, uh, family members, it really does something to your psyche. I know it does for me.
0: Um, um, Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's like, especially, you know, being a doctor, we're supposed to be very um, focused. But, you know, when mm -hmm. you're trying to manage going into an emergency department or you're dealing with other people's lives, um, mm-hmm. But then when you have people who are, who your friends and your family are also being affected, like, the, the this mission becomes personal, the personal piece becomes a journey, the journey becomes mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, there's a lot of weight and responsibility for, for everyone who's out there, who's risking their lives, and so, um, you know, the, all, all this is a purpose, you know, and, and you know, you got to wake up every day and appreciate your friends and family, and everybody has a part to play in this, and so that's why these broadcasts are important really so that people can see that everyone, it's not just the doctors, but, you know, the, the social responsibility of everyone um, that that's what matters, you know? And so that's why, again, I just want to thank you guys for, for, for spreading that message on, on your, on your podcast.
2: Well, thank you. Appreciate it,
1: man. I'm getting kind of choked up over here, doc, man. It is, man. I mean, uh, for him I mean, to come yeah, on I mean,
2: on the show, you know, right? And yeah, just to be here with us during this moment, it, it's a big thing. And he it still is. showed yeah. up, yeah. So that's big. And yeah, I appreciate that. And yeah, condolences go to the family of your friend. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, beautiful yeah. kid.
0: You know, and 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 wife and. Again, you know, this, this cat was a, a pharmacist. You know, front lines. You know, gave his life. So, oh. again, all the all the healthcare providers who are out there, just, you know, just, you know, I'm praying for all y'all. And, uh, you know, we got some work to do, but, um, you know, gotta 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 gotta, yeah. gotta 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 keep walking the walk, man. But anyway, so let let's uh, let's talk about what we can do for the community. What kind yeah, of man. questions uh, are, are people? Yeah, yeah what kind of feedback they gave you guys and what kind of things Because you know, there are a couple of things that I think um, are good topics to, to discuss. Um, so uh, what, what you guys got?
2: Okay. So wait, before we go into that, so doc, was there something that you wanted to just hit us over the head yeah. with real quick, or do you want to go yeah. into the what? question? Yeah. Let me yeah, let you, you know go what? first.
0: Well, you know what, you know, I think the big topic of the day is um, again, like what we're going to do when it comes to math, um, there have been um, various recommendations. Um, the World okay. Health Organization originally told us that wearing masks was not a great idea. Um, that was actually confirmed by plenty of, of domestic health companies. But now, you know, they're, they're reversing some of their recommendations. And, um, you know, I just want to explain why that is most of the cases, up to 50% of the cases of coronavirus were received from people who didn't even know that they had symptoms. And so the Mm -hmm. purpose of wearing a mask is to make sure that for all of those people who may have coronavirus and not know it, to make sure that they're not spreading the virus, right? That is the biggest reason why these recommendations were made. It's not necessarily – to provide overall protection, you know, for when you just go to, you know, the grocery store. But it's really there are all these asymptomatic carriers. So, you know, I just want to, again, you know, um, communicate to folks that if you do wear a mask, make sure you wash your hands. Make sure that you, um, when you're removing and taking it off, you consider that that mask is now dirty and immediately drop mm-hmm. it off, and either put it in the washing machine if it's just a bandana, throw it in the trash can if it's re, uh, if it's a disposable mask. But just be very, very careful to to decontaminate yourself when removing and, and taking on your mask. Or else you're not going to be doing yourself any favors. So I think that that's the biggest um, uh, change and recommendation. And I just want to make sure that people, especially those who are who are listening from New York understand what you need to do. Because it's not just wearing the mask, but it's putting it on correctly, removing it correctly, and making sure that you're not contaminated uh, by doing that. And that's something that I think is really missed, and people aren't really discussing that, you know,
2: obviously on the news or or any other place. So, Doctor, in that regard, like you have the mask, right? So you have one of the reusable ones. If you're spraying it down with uh, 70% isopropyl alcohol, and you yeah. just let it stay, like, in a permanent place, like, on a towel or something like that, or on a surface, yeah. is that enough to clean it, like, if you wanted to do that?
0: Yeah, so, you know, that, that's a really great question because it's the same questions that we're asking about some of these heavy-duty N95 masks. And there are right. various ways to kind of to to sterilize it. I actually just asked the American College of Emergency Physicians um, to, to look at ways that we can standardize um, how we sterilize these masks because there's no formal recommendation that's being made. Um, right. And when I say that, that, there's not been a lot of research for how to sterilize masks by coronavirus. I mean, it's been so right. nice. but right.
1: um,
0: I would recommend several things. Number one, um, heat typically kills the virus. So um, if you could um, do a combination of um, keeping the mask over some boiled water, And having that steam actually uh, sterilize the mask, in addition to um, uh, putting, like you said, high concentration, um, alcohol, that would be great. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that um, it's been shown that the virus can live on surfaces um, once every, uh, it it, kind of dies out after, at maximum, three days. So if you can go into using that mask, Right, like, you, hopefully most people are staying indoors, but if you can go um, at least three days before having to reuse the mask, that's also really important. Um, right. If you have a, a towel cleaner, a lot of people actually bought a towel cleaner for about $120, but it's got UV mm-hmm. light. UV light has been known to actually destroy the virus as well, and so um, right. I personally yeah. – you know, I'm using this little towel cleaner to heat the mat. I put it inside, it heats the mat, and the UV rays kill the bugs. I do that for about a half hour, and I reuse it. So there are various ways that you can do it. Um, but uh, just depending on the resources, that those are some things that you can think
2: about. So here's also on the mass thing, right? So you have, like, the heavy-duty industrial N95s, and then you have the ones with the replaceable filters. Like, mm-hmm. if you like, say people have to go out for grocery shopping. Can I use it more than once? Yeah. And, or, you know what I'm saying, as long as I put it in a safe place? Or do, should I keep, you know, keep throwing things away and reusing? Like, what should, what's right. the best recommendation? Because it's like not a lot of people have the resources to just go out and buy the N95 mask or the filters well, because they're so hard to get and you're waiting for orders and things of that nature. So what's the best practices yeah. when it comes to that? No, but, I,
0: I, I totally agree. You know the, the the problem is that even if you want it in ninety five, you're not going to. And right. and frankly,
2: we need to
0: not be trying to get in ninety five masks, and we need to make sure that our healthcare professionals that are really dealing with a higher concentration of this viral load. You know, you're, you're dealing with these folks that are coughing on you and sneezing on you. Those are the people who should be using those in ninety five. So, you know, the other... The other layers, whether they're scarves, bandanas—that's actually what New York City mm-hmm. uh, is recommending right now. Or the disposable mask. Um, I- any of those are are useful. Again, if you have enough disposable masks to to um, get rid of them in a uh, in a short matter, then I would recommend you doing that. So, but if you don't, and I think most people don't. I think that it would be more advisable for those disposable masks to do like you had done, you know, douse it in alcohol, um, you know, either boil it over, um, not boil the mask, but boil water and have the steam, um, sterilize it, those types of things um, so that you can reuse the mask more than one time. Okay.
2: So, okay. so kind of like, so I so being, coming from a, a maybe a, a profession, of maybe a cook, right, and we're talking about, Instruments. So we're talking about maybe like a boiling pot of water over like one of those sieves, one of those flour sifters, boil water, mm-hmm. put the mask in it and let the steam kind of like cook it. Or do you think, yep. I hate to ask mm-hmm. this, but maybe can I add like maybe like a baking soda or salt solution and then like steam? Would that like help it? Or do we just, no, would, just would, rely on just would, the water and just way. let it do its thing?
0: Yeah, I, yeah. It's because it's the heat that is working. It's not the ingredients, Right. So okay. um, it can only live a certain, and I forget, a certain degree Celsius at this point, right? So, um, mm-hmm. a, again, it's, it's a combination of once you, once you put that steam over your mask and then, um, again, spray it with some heavy, um, heavy concentration, uh, rubbing alcohol, those are the types of things that you can do
2: to, to, to try to sterilize them. Okay, and mm-hmm. one last question in regards to the mask sterilization. What do you think on a uh, witch hazel? Uh, excuse me, on which agent for the for the mask? Yeah, are using that instead of like the isopropyl alcohol?
0: Um, the only recommendations that I've I've seen are for isopropyl alcohol, and and it's and okay. you know what? It's, it's funny that you know some that that's actually a really good point. So um, one of my uh, one of my friends brought over a a, a hand sanitizer and um that hand sanitizer was you know my uh, my kids were using that to to wash their hands and i looked at it and uh it was just kind of little soap that that, that smelt real great and i was like let me see that soap and that soap had only 10% uh isopropyl alcohol
2: what you're really
0: looking for is you know 60 to 70% isopropyl alcohol um concentration uh-huh. and so you know people uh, especially when, they, when they're when they using, especially girls when they're using or that, that really fruity smelling um, uh, hand cream or hand washing mm-hmm. soap, that's mm-hmm. not actually strong enough to be washing their hands. But people are thinking that it actually is. So um, a mm. lot of things are being sold by Bed Bath & Beyond. Um, you know, you, you really got to uh, watch out for that. And you know it's fascinating. So uh, my, my girlfriend Lisa, her her mom had this had this stuff, and I had to make sure that I called her up because obviously older um, older uh, folks especially need to be aware that um, you know you don't want to have um, be washing their hands and thinking that they're they're decontaminating themselves when you know the product wasn't meant for that. So make sure that everyone reads the labels and understands exactly
1: what they're using to clean themselves. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's good insight. Okay. Good insight, Doc.
2: But, I mean, well, well here's the thing. Worst comes to worse. if I can't find those specialized things, just wash your hands often. Is that, yeah. is that enough? What now? I'm sorry? I'm, I'm saying if you can't find these specialized things, like, just wash your hands with soap often for 20 seconds. Oh, yeah. I think oh, it's singing, like, the Happy Birthday oh, song. Yeah. Just wash your hands. Yeah. Keep your hands warm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Warm soap, thirty seconds, sing the songs. I don't know. I've heard I've heard back that thing up to, you know, Beyonce, whatever mm-hmm. songs you need to do. Yeah, do right. that. If that's that you know,
2: if, if that's what you need to know what thirty right. seconds
0: is, you know, go ahead and do that right. and um and you're better than doing nothing.
1: Okay. Thank you. Thank well, you for that.
2: Well wow, that's that's it. Go ahead, Will. I'm sorry.
1: Well, I'm am I'm, I'm going to go ahead and jump in right now because um
2: yep, yep. this first
1: question is a it's a little bit more personal because we were it's talking about pregnancy, um being at home and being pregnant. My my youngest sister, she is about 16 weeks pregnant mm-hmm. and she yep. was worried about contracting um coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Let's say for instance sure. she was uh, she was tested positive for it. How would we handle that? Because she has another child there. Um, her husband is there. How might someone handle this?
0: Right. Um, the, the, from the evidence that we've seen right now, um, even moms that have um, COVID-19, it is not, it doesn't, the virus does not appear to pass the um the substantial um, barrier and so okay. we don't okay. see in in the limited you know cases that we've been able to 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 understand we don't see mm-hmm. it being transmitted through birth okay and again it. the, it, it, it. The, it's still kind of out for for um assessment but that's not what we've seen Got so far it. Um and, and that I think that that also correlates to the um very small number of um infants and newborns that have actually died even in China um secondary to um to COVID nineteen.
1: Got it. Okay. Well that's good insight. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Wow. Um and um sure. let's see. Um, right, right. Go
2: ahead with the um, the second question. Okay, second question. Okay, so I see a lot of like runners and joggers in my neighborhood. Some of them are not masked up, and some of them are just like raw dogging it with no shirt on. Like, can wow. I can I go running? Yeah, I, I seen it. Yeah, the guy had his no shirt on. He had his, his dog, no mask. Like. Can I go running? Can I go hiking? Yeah. And and if I can, what should I be doing? Of course, from what I heard, mask is is uh is preferential.
0: Right, and you know, like to, to be honest with you, what we've seen is that um, uh, unlike previously thought, uh, coronavirus is aerosolized, and so people can cough. And it can stay in the air for some considerable amount of time, and you could actually um, walk past somebody who was coughing and still catch it, right? So, um, what we're, we're not saying, do not run. We're not saying, do not exercise. We're saying, be smart about it, um, yeah, be aware. I would not personally, I mean, I, 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 I walk with my, uh, with my, uh, with my family. Um, probably once every, every couple of days, and I have them run around the house. And I have them run mm-hmm. outside in my yard. But when I start walking around the block, I put a fair distance in between um, the, the people who are around me, and I don't walk direct, even directly behind them. I actually walk a little bit to the side because I just want to be smart and I want to minimize whatever risk that I'm putting um, my, my, my family um, through. So I would say absolutely you can run. It is preferable if you do run alone. Um, I think the issue is, especially out here in L.A., you know, folks are running at Runyon Canyon and they're staying in packs, and they don't understand that just even being in a closer um, area is putting them potentially at risk. So as long as you're running by yourself, shirt or no shirt, um, you know, it's completely acceptable but again, you know, the, the, you have to be responsible, and 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 you shouldn't be overdoing it.
1: Okay. Well, so, let me uh, add on uh, to that one, then, because right, I'm I'm kind of curious because I run, I run, and I cycle. Um, mm-hmm. wind direction here in Nashville, yeah. we've been having some pretty high wind. So. Mm-hmm if it's so if it is a airborne thing it's going to dissipate wouldn't uh-huh. it um, with these high winds
0: sure correct so it would definitely dissipate but it could still stay in the air for a long time you know the 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 honest you know assessment is that you know someone could sneeze hard and then those those that virus load could be swept for for miles and miles right and mm-hmm. um, depending on what your own immune status is to that virus, you know, you get to have a very small amount of load and you end up catching coronavirus, right? So, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where um, many countries are putting their neighborhoods and cities on complete lockdown and they're saying, you don't even exit the house. Again, many of those places are like Italy where people are living on top of each other, similar to New York. Mm-hmm. Um Chicago, you know, parts of D.C. And so it, it really is not a one-size-fits-all type of thing. My recommendation mm-hmm. for people in Nashville where you can cycle and, and, and houses are, are fairly spread apart is very different than what my recommendations would be in Brooklyn, you know. Because um, right. if you're in Brooklyn, I would say just try to, you know, be, stay indoors as much as you possibly can. Um, and so it really depends on the community and the population density, um, but I would definitely, from a practical perspective, um, stay indoors most of the time, understanding that uh-huh. you'll go crazy if you never go outside, right? I mean, we, we, people, it would be impractical to be asked to stay indoors for three months at a time and never go outside. That is an impractical, unpractical uh, expectation. But mm-hmm. you can use your best judgment and do so in a safe and responsible manner.
1: Good word. Thanks, I Appreciate
2: it. Yeah, that, so yeah, those are some interesting questions that I run running through my mind as well as, like, as far as, like, weather patterns, wind. Like, does that affect yep. things and, like, even the hot temperature? And I'm even – sometimes I think, like, I should just go outside when it's the hottest to kind of, like, yeah avoid well, that type know, of the, situation.
0: The in, right. That, that, you know, we don't know if there's any seasonality to this virus. We yeah. haven't really seen that yet but um, uh-huh. I, I don't think it really matters as the, the the, I mean, understanding that the warmer it gets, obviously the virus does not do as well. But, you know, mm-hmm. again, when we talked about sterilizing things, it's not like outside is the temperature of boiling water, <laughs> right? So right. Um, we just don't know. We, we don't really don't have that type of information. If you look at the different climates where the coronavirus has broken out, um, you know, we, we see that Australia, it's, it, uh, it was the summertime, and Tom Hanks was still getting it right. So the thought right. is that we're that it's not necessarily a temperature. Um, that there's not a seasonality that that we're 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 necessarily going to see. So we again we don't have all these answers, but the evidence so far is not indicating that that's something that will will help us. So going outside at the top of the morning versus. Uh, you know, three or in four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, we don't see that that's going to really make a difference.
2: Okay. Hmm. All right. I
1: I was just thinking of something, Doc, and I'm going to just share it with you um, just for an education piece. You had mentioned Brooklyn, living on top of one another. Those apartments are connected by air vents. I don't know. I'm starting to picture, like, okay if there were a significant amount of people who had tested positive who are on self-quarantine until worse or symptoms show, could the air that they breathe transmit through the air vent system and affect other people who may not have been tested positive yet?
2: You know, I, yeah.
1: I, I guess. Sure. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, it's you the equivalent know, I, of breaking I, I think... into jail. <laughs> Right, right. No, I mean, you
0: know, I mean, I, I'm i not an engineer and I'm not an architect. And, you know, I, I think that the, the air systems probably have angles because some of these are are pre-war. Um, some of these are pre-war. Um, right. Or pre-war Building, buildings. Yeah. Right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm sure that they probably had some way that they were thinking about that. Um, but you know, other places are were built. You know, in in, uh, in Philadelphia, these places were built in the 1700s, and um, and especially some places by by Williamsburg. You know, I mean, they're older places. And you make a really great point. It's something I'd never thought about before. But obviously, um, it, it's not like you're in a segmented um, home, or it's not like a, mm-hmm. that you're in a apartment that's newer. That obviously has right. air filters and all the other types of things. But I think if you're in a pre-war, older home, obviously that that is a consideration. And, again, I don't know the answer, but yeah, you bring up a really <clears throat> interesting topic as to, you know, why even in New York, maybe why that curve is so steep. Because there's only certain limitations that people can put upon themselves because of their living situation. So that that's yeah. really something I never thought about. and Maybe something that we should be talking about.
1: You know? I think I'm going to be doing um, some research you, on
0: that. Yeah, because maybe maybe <laughs> there are filters that people can purchase or should be purchasing in their home. You know, hey, maybe you just had a had a literally a billion dollar idea right there, man. That's yeah. a really interesting job. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Hmm. Just, I was, interesting. You mentioned Brooklyn, and I got family in Brooklyn, and I'm like,
2: hmm. Yeah.
1: But what else? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Wow. Ray, okay. what you got for us, man?
2: Oh, uh, I thought you were on the next one.
1: Oh, okay. Well, oh, okay. I, I can do that. Yeah. Um, so a couple of these questions were repetitive, but it says, I caught it. What should I do? I said, positive. what should I do? Or I think I mentioned with you about my sister being pregnant, being in Ooh. some kind of potential isolation situation. Um, if my symptoms, if I'm not symptomatic, mm-hmm. um, I would assume just self-quarantine. Nothing. Quarantine. To nothing. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's, right. Yeah. Stay at your house, right? And um, mm-hmm. if people are have small symptoms, such as a sore throat, little fever, little cough, just stay at home. Treat it mm-hmm. like it's a normal cold. You don't need to even necessarily go out to get testing. Again, we have limited testing uh, capability right now. Stay at home, mm-hmm.
2: you know? I mean, there's, there's, there's there's literally
0: nothing to do. And, you know, let, let, me, let me say something else, though. You know, I, I'm, yep. I told you that I'm doing um, telemedicine. So people yep. are calling in with their complaints and uh, because they don't want to go to the emergency department. I think, unfortunately, people, that, that there's so much mass hysteria that people who really should be going into the hospital are not. And these people right. who have normal appendicitis, you know, their belly is hurting. It has nothing to do with COVID-19. They're, they're so afraid of getting coronavirus that they're trying to ignore their heart attack or they're ignoring their appendicitis. There is a lady that I treated uh, today, and she, um, she was 69, passed out, had, has a blood pressure machine at her house had a blood pressure of 80 over 40, which was low blood pressure, and broke her ankle. And she showed me her broken ankle. And I'm like, you need to go to the emergency department. She didn't want to do She's like, I'm just afraid of of catching coronavirus. And I'm like, let me tell you something. Coronavirus is not your problem right now. That is not, even in people who are 80 and above, there is an 8% chance if you contract it that you're going to die. That's a ninety-two percent right. chance of living, right? So, Right. But you know what? It, uh, the, the, the chances of dying when your blood pressure is 88 and you're passing out is a lot higher than you dying of coronavirus. So, you know, folks, if right. you all have true medical conditions,
2: if you have chest
0: pain, if you are have really severe fevers, abdominal pain, you know, please, sit, you know, the emergency department is still the safest place to go please understand that you know we are separating patients um, who we think are positive for this virus versus the other the general population to protect our patients so if there mm-hmm. is any real reason to go please do not you know don't don't become so hysterical over the daily news cycle that you know you you, you look at the bread and butter problems that you're
2: experiencing in your life so that's just we'll talk PSA I do is still going well, I want to say something too. I want to ask you this: When is when are the symptoms like real versus like the the yeah. minor aches and pains of AIDS? Like, what if right. you're fifty and you're you know what I'm saying you're you having body aches and you've been having them? Sure. Before, like, when do yeah, you, know, you know? Like, it's just like this is this is a wrap. I gotta I gotta stay in my room. Like, when yeah, do I you don't... know that you know?
0: Right. So I I tell folks um, the reasons why most people pass away are um, predominantly first the pneumonia, right? And mm-hmm. uh, um, if you start getting significantly shorter breath, like mm-hmm. that's when you got to go to the ER. You're going to get a cough. You're going to get a fever. You're going to get muscle aches. You can have diarrhea. You can have all kinds of symptoms. But if you start getting short of breath, like you can't breathe, you need to go mm-hmm. to the hospital, okay? That's okay. the biggest one. Um, okay. You know, there, there are other <clears throat> symptoms that people have. Again, you know, if you're dehydrated and passing out, um, if you're older, um, if you start getting chest pain, that could be signs so that you're getting a heart attack. There are many times mm-hmm. in which this virus um, uh, kills people because of the heart conditions that they have. So make sure okay. that, uh, you know, if you're starting to have a chest pain or shortness breath, those are the two real reasons why you need to go on it.
1: Okay. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, so, we're getting close to the end of the show, um, you guys. I know it's going to um, be coming up on us pretty soon, but right. this information is just so, gee, weird. Uh, I don't know where to go from well, here's, with this. I
2: do, I do, I do want to just, I want to dig deep into this one question because I think, I just want to make sure that everybody knows. So, you You're saying just stay at home, but I'm like, is there any like thing I can do to kind of like do I just treat it like a common cold and just kind of like let it weather right. through, or do I call nine one one like what which one should I do sure. you know what I'm saying do I just stay in the bed, do I take a warm bath like what what would you recommend I do if if I caught it and i I can't get medical attention right away, et cetera et cetera sure. what what are your recommendations?
0: I'm saying treat it like a common cold, treat the symptoms like a okay. common cold until, again, you are if you are part of the minority that gets severe shortness of breath or chest okay. pain, you know, one of those type of things. Other than that, Got it. just because, again, in the vast majority of patients, all it is is the common cold or, you know, right. or, or the flu or whatever you want to call it. It's just in that okay. small minority of patients where it can really get you know, souped up. That that's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to okay.
2: try to um, manage. Got it. Thank you. Thank you for clearing that up. Really appreciate you, Doc. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Will, Absolutely. do you want to? Is there is there a last one you want to ask before we get out of here? And Doc, I don't know, Will. What do you think? Do you think we need to do a, a three or or what are we doing?
1: It, it might. We might have to, man. Because um, these are some good
2: questions. Is yeah,
1: Doc. This doctor keeps giving me so much uh, wealthy information. I just need to share it with people, man. This is just yeah, awesome. This is awesomeness. Well, you guys, you guys are, Thank you you.
0: you. you all are asking the right questions. I mean, you know, because yeah, of what man. I'm seeing on TV, you know, they're, they're, they're sensationalizing a lot of this stuff, and they're not asking the right questions. And so the, it leaves the community looking like, well, what is it that we're trying to do? What are we trying to achieve? So again, that's why right. I like you guys, and and you know I think that you know all your your viewers are getting the right information, not just the sensationalized, you know, talking right. heads. So I I appreciate what you guys are doing.
2: Yeah, Likewise, thank you for man. being here. really appreciate it too. All right, so uh, Will, you got a last one, or because I mean we answered Take like, two, like of three questions in one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Take care of yourself. Uh, Pay attention to what we're putting out here, people. You know, we're we're trying to get experts to talk about this stuff in a race to miss. You know, um, I want everyone to, to recover from this moment. I want us to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel and say, man, remember when. You know what I'm saying? We're losing people left and right in this because misinformation and just ignoring the information that we put out. So please, please just. Pay attention to these professionals who are giving you this information. This is huge. And that's that's what I got.
2: Yeah, and I copied that. Um, Dr. Brummer, do you have any last words that you want to leave us with? No, you know what? Again, I
0: just want to uh, my condolences to uh, my friends, family.
2: Um, Mm -hmm.
0: You know, Sean, um, you know, we are going to uh, keep doing this for you and and, uh, for everyone out there. To my Howard University family, you know I love
2: you, and uh, we're gonna keep doing it, man. Every day. That's
0: right, man. All right. Take care. All right.
2: All right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. Thanks. Tune in okay. to the next one. All right then. Peace. <laughs>
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTWD group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.